With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. I am joined, as always, on Friday mornings by Rich Rebar. We're coming to you guys live uh christmas eve we both have our uh we got our matching pajamas on we got uh, we got our hot cocoa you know we're we're sitting here waiting for santa to come and and no sports today i you know they canceled yeah. the the hawaii bowl so there's just there's just nothing but uh but to get ready for the dfs slate this weekend apparently they, they want us to not ignore our families on any level today uh so we'll, we'll give them a day do you do anything special for christmas eve anything uh, you, normally we do like, we'll, we'll have dinner and stuff with, uh, with my fiance's family, but nothing, nothing too crazy, uh, in general what about you guys. Uh, no, we do like, we'll do my wife's, uh, family and then we just come home and then we do like, uh, we do what we watch elf with the kids. And then me and my wife always watch the, the four Christmas episodes of community on Christmas. Oh, while, so good. While we wrap up, while we like wrap presents and just type. Do you do, cool do your stuff. kids get, do your kids get one present on Christmas Eve night? We, they do the presents from us Christmas Eve and then Santa. There we go. On, yeah. On, on. Yeah. I've, I've, I found that that's like a big uh, white person culture thing is, is gifts <laughs> on, is gifts on, on Christmas Eve night, which, uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, it, 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 the thing with Christmas is it goes on too long. It, it, Christmas is like is like a two week thing in in the Midwest. I don't know. Yeah, Thanksgiving is, Thanksgiving I, doesn't maybe, get that same respect. No, nah, maybe it's because of the, the the weather. But we shit. We I mean, I mean, we might have had snow like once in the past. Like I know, it yeah. It doesn't snow anymore because uh because the state of the earth uh until like february right, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like we it's get... like 60 degrees outside right now yeah man uh so we have that but yeah so i do enjoy that getting to getting to watch you know uh you know those community episodes or regional holiday music is my personal jam so uh if, Can't if, anyone hate it. To, if anyone wants to get back on that train you know definitely go check those out all right. Uh, well, let's let's pick some games, man. Let's let's muck our let's muck our way through this. Um, so what's your let's just let's just do it. What's your number five, bud? Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a pretty good week last week. Uh, my number five this week is the Dolphins. Okay, um, this would I, I had this one, but I had it higher. OK, I mean, I'm still scared because I don't really believe the Dolphins are very good. So I see, I do. I believe in the Dolphins. <laughs> I know we've and, talked about this. And yeah. I believe in Tua. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just that they just have, they just have run so pure in terms of like a so pure. quarterbacks. 
And yeah. Like, I mean, look at the quarterbacks they face. They just beat Zach Wilson. The week before that, they beat uh, Mike Glennon. Then they beat Cam Newton. Then they beat Joe Flacco. They beat Lamar Jackson, who's the one sound guy. They beat Tyrod Taylor. That's like the win streak. So they're gonna get Ian Book though. So like it's right. So it's it's like it's like what and 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 they they blitz the crap out of teams. Yeah. And so like that's why I think they've been so effective against these crappy quarterbacks is because they just don't give them any time to think or to adjust. Like they're just yeah, they're just they're just coming after them. Yeah, they get Waddle back in the RPO game. It's just one of those things where it's just like I'm gonna just take if you're gonna I'm gonna get points against Ian Book. I'm just gonna take them <laughs> blind. <laughs> So that's basically the end of the analysis, but I what still you, am hesitant that they're very good. Well, yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not that good. Like they, they might make the playoffs though uh, here, here in the end. What, uh, where do you stand on how shitty Tua looked last week without Waddle? Cause I, I thought that was pretty alarming that, that yeah, Tua he did came not out play, the first half yeah, he played pretty bad. Good. Yeah. He was awful, awful in the front half. And I mean, and who knew the Miami Dolphins run game would be what kind of saved them. Duke Johnson. Coming Duke back Johnson, great. baby. We talked about this for a couple of weeks, just the amount of like dynasty ghosts that have impacted the end of the season. And, it's and crazy. Throw Duke Johnson, throw Duke Johnson into the fire, man. It is, it is wild. Yeah. The, uh, the Duke Johnson stuff. Uh, I, 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 dude, you beat me last week in our, our road to world league and it wouldn't have ended up mattering. Cause you got like the 40 burger from Cooper cup on, uh, on, yeah, on it wasn't even night. me. It was Ronick. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I had Duke Johnson lined up to start against you in that league. And, uh, and then I draw, I think I started David and Joku over him, which, you know, I should, uh, I should just know better. Uh, all right. Well, the one so- wild card though is in, in with these new rules, especially too, is like the other thing too, is we are like, Oh, we want our guys to come off of COVID. But the other thing too, this is um, a miles Gaskin in the Duke Johnson take is just like, yeah. We also just don't know like how this, how the, the illness affects everybody, right? Like affects everybody differently. And sometimes these guys aren't ready to play either. Like they can get yes. cleared to play, but they aren't ready to play. And that happened. Like I didn't see that coming with Miles Gaskin. I thought, you know, whatever, look at the steps. So, so looking, back. looking back on it, it actually like Flores said a couple things in, in that direction. And Duke Johnson said in a press conference earlier in the week, he was ready to handle 25 touches. So I think the the tea leaves were there and I, I kind of mm-hmm. hate myself for not reading them. I didn't. Yeah. I overlooked it too. Maybe because I just saw Duke Johnson's name and was like, yeah, right. Okay. It's like, it's like, great. Yeah. Duke Johnson. Been okay, down this road sure. before. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. But yeah, uh, I mean, we saw with Amari a couple weeks ago. I mean, Daryl, yeah. I know it could have been a thing where it wasn't, but like Daryl only got two practices in before Tuesday and sure. only played 18 snaps and it could have just been a Sony thing too, but we just don't know. So it's like, even some of these guys are like, Oh, I'd love for Travis Kelsey. You're going to play Travis Kelsey. If he comes off sure. the COVID list. But like, what if these guys only play like 35% of snaps or do something like you don't, we don't know. Yeah, no, we, we really, we really have no clue. Um, all right. My number five, it's a lot of points, but it's the Philadelphia Eagles minus 10 at home against the New York giants, probably starting Jake from, maybe going in with a Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm, um, you know, com- combination. But basically, I just expect the Eagles to run the ball 45 times, score four touchdowns, and and basically meet no resistance. I mean, the Giants have gotten to the we've given up part of the of the season. And, you know, uh, Daniel Jones is not coming back. I'm, somehow, maybe Joe Judge is still going to have a job, which feels uh, completely insane. But, I mean, the, the Giants – last couple games it's it's like i mean dude it's like embarrassing like they are they're they scored six points against the cowboys 
They backdoor end up getting to 21 against the Chargers, nine points against the Dolphins. Like, just egregious football from the New York Giants. Yeah, I had this one as three uh, for the same reasons. I, and, and also, I think it helps that the Eagles absolutely no-showed against the Giants a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, they did. Hurts, Hurts played the worst game of the season that game. He was, he was really bad in that game. It yeah. wasn't even close. I think that they won't come into this one lightly. Obviously, they're at home, too. Uh, for this one and just it just comes down to the Giants being in, in a state of like like you said it's it's just, it's a circle to drain these last three weeks like let's get through this Joe Judge can can give his propaganda at the end of each week but this team has, has no talent no healthy bodies uh, and no quarterback uh, to, to kind of really put up a fight yeah no no uh, no quarterback at all is it seems to be a problem to not to not have um, you know a quarterback available so I don't know. But it's sometimes just, it just with these bad easy. quarterbacks, you just, you just, Hey man, we're just going to bet against these bad quarterbacks. True. Yeah. True. Um, all right. Who do you have as your number four? My four is a big line too. And it, you know, last week, the big lines all were fine. We, those teams all crew. So we'll see if it, it helps this week, but I'm going at the bucks. Um, I mean, we've already talked, uh, uh, Matt rule has already talked about playing both Cam Newton and Sam Bradford or Sam, oh, sorry, buddy. Sam, Bradford, Sam Darnold, yeah. <laughs> Sam Darnold in this game. Uh, we've got red ass Brady, uh, moment again here too. Uh, there, I'm a little concerned just with the drop off of just the amount of injuries the bucks had, but I mean, this is still yeah. a team like the Panthers are so bad offensively that it, it's, it just doesn't matter to me. Like, I didn't care. They're, like how many points can the Panthers score in this game? Uh, not enough like 17 that seems that seems to be like their ceiling on offense at this point I mean I feel bad because you know I like I like Cam Newton but like it's rough man it's rough he just he just is not he can't do it right now still he still kind of does it for fantasy because they run with him in the red zone but yeah I mean it's it's a it's a tough scene watching him throw some of these passes and I mean, they're going to, and if the Bucks want to run the football, they can in this game. I mean, it's the one thing like the Panthers have a solid pass defense, but they're, they're weak against the run. If you want a team to like, just play, if you want to play with a lead and just run Ronald Jones, I don't think there's really going to be any, any really trouble for it as well. And they get AB back uh, who I, I don't know who the hell at DraftKings priced them at four nine. I but, know. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> what the hell? What and the Rojo's hell? five one. Jesus. And then uh, in FanDuel, someone decided that it was cool to leave Alexander Madison at 5'5", even though he's been like 6K for like the last five weeks because people thought he was a start. And they're like, well, screw it, just jump down to 5'5". I know. It's so, it's so unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So this one, this one was not on my list just because this feels like a, um, like an old school better spot where they would be like, don't bet on a team that just lost like three of their offensive starters and is going to be maybe using Brashad Perryman. Not that I, not Seems that like I have shut out are a really good bet the week after. Oh, there yeah. you go. See, yeah. I mean, there's, that's the thing is like for every angle you could come right. up with, there's, there's like a reverse angle of like, actually, no, you should be, yeah. uh, you should be on, uh, on this one. Um, all right. So my, Next one is the Buffalo Bills plus two points at the New England Patriots. Uh, And I actually find this line super surprising because my guess would have been that uh, the the market would have uh, overreacted to that loss to the Indianapolis Colts because, I mean, we know the problem with the Patriots is that, I mean, very similar, actually very similar to the 49ers. I think very similar to the Vikings, actually, that they're a good team. They're very well coached. They have a good defense, but they 
just can't go out up and they just can't go out and put up 30. That's just not what they, that's just not what they do. And I, I don't, you know, people get so uh, precious with, with Mac Jones. And I think certainly he's been good and it's not, maybe he could become that quarterback someday, but he's not that guy right now with Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Henry as his primary pass catchers. So I, I like the, I like the bill side quite a bit here. I was really close to having this one on here. Uh, I also like the bills a lot too. Uh, especially, you know, now Kendrick Bourne's on COVID, Aguilar. Like, it's, we're going to get 100% Nikhil Harry, like, wide receiver snaps here in this one. Uh, and you've got Ramondre dealing with an illness, and Damian Harris still probably not 100% too. So the Patriots are coming up pretty shorthanded on an offense that already has kind of limited, you know, playmakers as it is. Um, and I think the Bills actually, you know, if just clean weather, I think that they showed in that Monday night game that a couple weeks ago that, they can still kind of move the football. They were in the red zone four times against the Patriots and had one touchdown. And uh, and big know. time addition by subtraction, um, moving Gabriel Davis or moving uh, Manny Sanders' snaps to Gabriel Davis. Yeah, I'm also interested too about uh, no Beasley McKenzie playing for Cole Beasley because they've kind of gotten away from like a lot of the jet motion and stuff that they use, especially in the red zone with McKenzie last year. So I'm curious if we'll see some of that like kind of be pulled out of that pulled out of the hat because we. How, he's just played a lot this year based on the, the I mean, yeah, that was, he, he had a huge role on yeah. not a, not a huge role. I mean, he was playing like 30, 35% of the snaps last year and they've uh, they've stopped doing that. Yeah. I mean, he had, I want to say he had like five or six touchdowns last year and uh, you know, they, they used yeah. him a lot, like in the, like he had like the, all that jet motion stuff, right? Like he caught 30 passes last year, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'm curious to see if they bring some of that up, but I do like this matchup. I think it's a good spot from the bounce back. I think the bills are going to win out. I think they're going to be a team that gets like real hot. Like they cut, go into the postseason hot. Um, yeah. No doubt about I, it. I do like me. them. I just, I just didn't, I don't know why I didn't have it on there. Maybe I just picked that the five. I like more, but I did. I do like the bills. Though. Yeah. Uh, all right. What is your number three? Well, my three was the Eagles. Okay. And my three was the dolphins. Okay. Um, so I've got the Bengals next. Uh, yeah, so I've got the Bengals next minus three. Oh, uh, sell me, sell me on the Bengals because I can't, I, mean, I, I, I can't it, get there with them. It's, it's more just with a state of where the Ravens are. Like, again, like they've been kind of game late in the games, but they've been getting, they've had to use like furious, like garbage time rallies against the Browns and Packers the last two weeks. Like they were getting dusted those games, both games. Uh, it's just this, like they have, they have a bunch of dudes on COVID, a bunch of dudes on IR. Lamar's not going to play again. Uh, so it's Bro, just kind of like, worried. About, aren't you worried about Huntley? I like Huntley. I, listen, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like him a lot. Yeah. I like him a lot. And he, he's good in the intermediate game, but they, this team just can't make any splash plays now. Like the, the, the Ravens offense has like no big play generation anymore, which is, yeah. a, which is a real bummer. Uh, so they've got to try to have like these drives where like Huntley has like eight completions and the offensive line is terrible. Huntley's still taking a ton of sacks like Lamar. Um, and then I just think that defensively, it's a terrible matchup. We talked about this I, earlier in the season when these two teams play and the Ravens are favored, like the Bengals, if, if Zach Taylor gets his head out of his ass, like they're just built to beat teams like the Ravens. Like, I mean, they're just built to beat a lot of teams. If Zach Taylor would coach them optimally. <laughs> But, you know, if, if the Ravens want to blitz and play man coverage, like this is the worst team to do that against. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I just think that they've got the better quarterback, uh, the, the better, the more healthier team, and they're on like a higher trajectory right now. 
but uh, I'm a little like the, the Ravens have kind of come back in these games uh, at the end, but they've needed these crazy like flurries to get there. I'm sad because the Ravens are a team that I've, I've genuinely kind of root for. Yeah, that we, root, yeah, we like them. I root for organizations that do things right. And, you know, the, some of the variance plays haven't worked out for them, but, you know, I really like Harbaugh a lot and in the direction. They just, they just right. didn't really snake fit this year. And it's, it's a bummer. It is. It is. I mean, it, that's just what it is. It's a bummer. Like it's, it's uh, just to see a team that racked by injuries, you know, that, that beat up uh, and, and the, the post game discourse every time they lose on, I mean, on it's, it's just the worst, man. We just, like who I, wants that? I love how we just every like bad decision now that happens in a football game is just analytics. Like people like not it's just every, analytics, bro. I mean, not every fourth down call is like some like wizardry like where dudes are like moving an abacus on the sideline and you saw that with Harbaugh in that clip like where he's just like he's asking his players he's asking his team like you know it wasn't because if he just strictly followed like some kind of guidelines like a robot he would have went for two the touchdown before yeah uh, so I mean I we I just love how it's become like a scapegoat to all these talking suits and old guys but I I honestly <laughs> I honestly thought that Harbaugh would have won all the old guys over when there was, do you remember? I don't even remember who it was against, but it was like an Island game. And the, the TV cameras like showed Lamar and Harbaugh having the conversation about if they wanted to go it on fourth. And you could clearly tell Lamar was being like, yes, yes. Like, let's go, let's do it. And Harbaugh was like, all right, dude, take, you know, take the it last, away. Like it was either last year, or the year before against Seattle was the one that it happened. Like that was the one where they went for like the fourth down and then they ended up winning the game. Uh, he like ran in a touchdown afterwards, but that was like when it first happened. Yeah. I mean, dude walked up, they showed the clip. He walked in and talked to all his players, talked to all his coaches. It wasn't just after the, they scored a touchdown. It's like, if we score here, what are we doing? What do we want right. to do? And yeah, I mean, they, and, and granted, like, why would you want to give the ball to Aaron, Bar- Aaron Rodgers again? But that, yeah, that was whatever. But I mean, he would have had it anyway, since 40 seconds. That, that was the other part of the dilemma is like, you go for two at that much time. It's a field goal beats either way. Um, right but yeah yeah I, mean, I I actually did think that was interesting in the Green Bay game when they went for it because it was like I mean Roger then Rogers gets the ball back and you we see that story anyway. a hundred times yeah so like I, <laughs> I I and which I don't know maybe is boomer of me but I actually am sympathetic to that argument that the, the best time to go for two is just when it guarantees you the win right yeah. just you 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 get the two game's over clock you know clocks at zero yeah, which it's, is my it's, point it's is that it's not it's it wasn't like an analytically analytically driven decision but it got blamed on it because like come on yeah man. like we, we can't just take everything that doesn't work that's an aggressive call and say like oh analytics that's like what, what are we doing and i know this is the wrong audience everyone here is sympathetic to this but uh, I, you know i don't know us, but... every once in a while people who people who listen to these shows still are like I still think these analytics coaches are donkeys. Like, I think, I think that, um, I think that, uh, people, I think that people like, uh, analytics for fantasy football, but like maybe don't love it as much for like their teams or whatever. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, well, yeah, it's a tough road to live on. If you're a team like, cause if you're a fan of the chargers last Thursday, you're tilting your face off because it's a game you probably should have won the things just didn't work out for you but then you also look back earlier in the year and say like yeah we probably wouldn't have beat the browns if we weren't aggressive we probably wouldn't have beat the chiefs earlier in the year if we weren't aggressive so i understand in the moment it sucks because it's a game you could have won but you know like brandon Staley said man he's ready to live with that smoke yep um all right <laughs> what is your number two that was my two the Bengals. Oh, that the number. Okay. The number two was the Bengals. Uh, let me see here. Which one uh, did I have? So 
I, I went back and forth. I, I didn't include this one, but I went back and forth. I'm like, who do you pick at a Bears Seahawks? Like at first I was like, the Seahawks shouldn't be six and a half point favorites over anyone. And then I was like, this version of Justin Fields and Matt Nagy should be 10 point dogs to, to absolutely everyone. Um, so my, my number two is, is the chargers 10 and a half. I mean, I'll, I'll do, I'll do respect to the, uh, to the Houston Texans. The, the chargers are really good. The Texans are really bad. The hook makes it not great. And, and shout out Davis Mills, basically having a better rookie year than, uh, than everyone other than Mac Jones, which is, uh, I mean, just, it's just legitimately hilarious, but um, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. The default. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's I mean, got more 300 yard passing games and more passing touchdowns than Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, well, Trevor Lawrence since the buy has been absolutely dreadful. And we talked yeah. about it last week, like when that line moved, it was like, what are like, they're still a Jack, like the Jaguars are still really bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, we did talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm for this uh, because, you know, no Brandon Cooks. How are they going to really move the ball? Uh, Herbert's going to go bonkers in this game. Uh, what, what, more, what more do we need to say? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, really just a mat, it's really just a matter of the hook. <laughs> like, on, like, that's Herbert it. is so good, man. Like, He's oh. so fucking good. He's, it's crazy. And I've been, I've been uh, you know, out of, out of protecting my guy, Patrick Mahomes, who I love forever. I've, I've, not wanted to add too much to the Herbert discourse because you're, you're, you're really three minutes away from, Oh my God, Herbert is so good too. I'd rather have Justin Herbert than Patrick Mahomes, which is not a discussion that I want to entertain, but I do. I do love Patrick Mahomes. He's incredible. If we don't or get, I do love Justin Herbert. He's incredible. If we don't get a third uh, game between these teams, man, it's going to be real disappointing. It is going to be a disappointment. Yeah. Because uh, both of the games that they've played have been excellent, um, and I would love to see these. I mean, we're going to get to see these quarterbacks play each other for a decade, man. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm ready for it. Uh, but Herbert, man, oh my gosh, this dude, this dude's got a fucking howitzer, like got a uh, cannon. That the touchdown, the touchdown of Jalen Guyton, despite being tilting from uh, from a DFS perspective, I mean, it's just that's what's crazy is everyone talks about the throw he had two weeks ago, which was sensational, the one to Guyton. But there's some of these red zone throws where he's sticking just these puts balls it in a windows. goddamn window. Like there, yeah. like there are guys in the zone, like where you're just like, I, I can't, like, no, how many quarterbacks are even attempting some of these throws? And he just, I mean, he's just yeah. throwing laze beams, just absolute yachties oh my goodness it's so it's, good it's, it's insane dude it's insane but I, we better get a third Chiefs Chargers game I hope so um all right so I have I have a feeling we we uh we don't have the same number one probably not I'm guessing then uh I've got the Rams oh I've got the I've got the Cardinals I did I did really like the Rams though yeah, I've got the Rams. Uh, I just think they're a lot better than the Vikings at this point. Uh, they're going to be able to run the football. Vikings run defense is is 31st in EPA. Uh, we've got kind of this new, like, power run game. And then they're also the Vikings are terrible against slot receivers. I heard the Rams have a pretty good one. Um, we're also who's owed that, Who's some, that guy? <laughs> I don't know. Some Amish yeah. dude. Some, <laughs> some, some Amish dude is out here balling on the league, just some dunking. Guy, just, some guy, just, some guy named Cooper, who's gonna. Yeah. He doesn't even. He doesn't even have a cool nickname. Yeah, this dude's built thirty-seven barns with his bare hands, and just out here comes out here, uh, picks up the game. Like, uh, you ever hear like that little Dickie song, Russell Westbrook on a farm? It's it's like, yeah, he's just like, oh, I found football. Like, I'm just gonna pick this up and be awesome at it, and Ugh. just come and, and, and just roll on people. Uh, 
And and yeah, I mean, listen, we're owed some Odell transitive property points in week four when Baker Mayfield uh, didn't give us a bunch of points uh, against the Vikings. I, yeah, the Rams are just a lot better than the Vikings. Uh, they are. Yeah, that's this that's this it. line, this line, three and a half felt, uh, three and a half felt a little bit light. But my my number one is the Cardinals minus one. This is like an all time overreaction to me. The Colts, the Colts beat the Patriots on on national TV, and the Cardinals have this awful, awful game against the Detroit Lions. But I don't know. I mean, I didn't really feel like there was that much to learn from that. It's like some of the same cliff shit we've always known. Kyler didn't have a particularly good game. They also got like nothing done in the red zone, which I don't think is going to be a problem for them. I mean, I guess Hopkins is going to influence your red zone efficiency to some degree, but like they, they had a bunch of chances to score points in that game. It was just a weird result to me. Yeah. Dumbass cliff kicked the field goal down two scores. Like early. Yeah. Like, what are it's we just doing? Like, what are we doing? Here? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, I mean, I'm still terrified of the Cardinals right now. That's, I, I, you know, I went two weeks ago, I go to bat for Cliff and I'm like, oh man, this dude's actually like doing a great job. You look at the, look at what he's doing. Look what he did when Kyler was out, how creative he got. And then the last nothing has been absolutely just terrible. Um, and I'm worried, I'm worried because like the one thing that they can't do and it's been consistent all year is stop the run. Yeah. And like, okay. Like, okay. Jonathan <laughs> like, Taylor, uh, Jonathan what? Taylor will run the ball against them. Yeah. But there's this weird thing with Wentz going on too. Like a lot of people think Wentz is having this like really good year and he's been yeah, really he's bad not, for like, two months and he's yeah. got the same thing. We saw it last night with Garoppolo, uh, talked about it all year. Like as good as the 49ers and like Colts have played over this like stretch, it still always comes down to like, you're going to need Jimmy Garoppolo or Carson Wentz to do to something throw or do something in like, you have stuff like last night, like the 49ers should have been up 20 points at halftime in that game. Should have been, should have night. been 20 to zero, should have been over. And the game should have been over. And Jimmy Garoppolo absolutely buried the 49ers. Absolutely buried them. Buried them. Yeah. It's a, like single-handedly buried them. <laughs> and then AJ Brown buried them afterwards. But it should have been over at that point. Like the Titans should have had no chance. Um, but I mean, yeah, that, that's the, the same thing. The red zone, the red zone interception that Jimmy G threw, like, what the fuck are we doing? That was so bad. Like, and, and the thing is, is, you know, the reason why Trey Lance is not, you know, allowed to play is like, oh, you know, it'll be, uh, it's, it, it's too high variance. You know, we don't know, we don't know what he is, but like Jimmy is high variance in like the wrong way. Like he's low variance in terms of like, you probably win 10 games if he's your quarterback, but he's high variance in terms of the games that you're going to lose. Like you're going to lose games. You absolutely should win. Whereas like if Trey, if, if, I don't know. I think even if like Kirk Cousins was the quarterback of the 49ers, they'd be like the best team in that division. I mean, I mean, he's just like the extreme version of Garoppolo, right? Like the yeah, the, he, like he, the he, ultimate, yeah. ultimate evolution. <laughs> yeah, he's he is uh Kirk Cousins is the best bad quarterback. But I mean I mean, and then Kyle too, like it's just like uh he drives me crazy. But yeah, but the once has a getting on this tangent of the 49ers thing, but like, uh, once has the same, they're in the same boat. Like the Colts are eventually going to need, uh, there's going to be a come a time where like Jonathan Taylor absolutely can't win the game for you. And they're going to need Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz almost blew that game last week. Like almost let the Patriots back in the game on a, in a game where he only completed five passes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so eventually it's going to, I don't know if this is the week or it's coming in the playoffs, but eventually they're going to need Carson Wentz to absolutely step up and like be a big time quarterback and, that's just something I'm it's, not just gonna, not, it's just not going to happen. It's not, whereas, it's not happening. Whereas, uh, whereas Kyler, 
I, I have like total faith in him, which like a lot of people don't. A lot of people are still kind of short on Kyler. They still think like, oh, you know, the other boot is going to drop eventually or whatever on on Kyler. But I just yeah, don't I mean, feel anytime that you have it, uh, these guys that haven't done it before, people always in the court of public opinion will be like, not until you do it. Like, right. Like it's, it's a yeah. prove it game. Uh, we do this in fantasy all the time with like players. It's like, oh yeah, this guy. Oh yeah. To, you know, it's like he has to show it to us first. You always see like, I'm gonna draft this guy because he's been a wide receiver ten for four straight years. Well, all right. Well, what about this year coming up? Yeah. What about this year, bro? <laughs> you know, we see that we we do the same. And people do that uh, with teams and, and quarterbacks and players all the time too. And I think Kyler's gonna be in that boat. Um, but Kyler's really good. Kyler's really good. Jonathan Taylor, I need a lot of uh, Christmas uh, rushing touchdowns from you, though, buddy. Yeah. Uh, do you, you have any best ball teams alive? I do not. I had I one have... Cooper Cup team that was, like, hanging on, and then uh, it just fell apart. It was just him. Yeah. I have I have two teams left. Spent spent that whole goddamn offseason doing it. I got I got two teams left, hanging it, hanging it all on them. So I don't. I uh, don't feel like particularly great about that. Like, I feel like, uh, feel like I should have done better. Um, DFS. Same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we, we spent a lot of time on it, but DFS this weekend, uh, I actually think is pretty interesting. What are, what are your, what are your, some of your DFS takes this weekend? I mean, there's absolutely no reason to play cash DFS this week. I can't find one uh, because like, you're just going to be playing two V twos. Like, I gotta, I gotta host the Gilcast, but that's the reason. That's right. But I mean, oh my God, dude, where everyone's going to have the same lineup. Like, like it's going to be crazy. Well, I play, I play on FanDuel. So yeah. maybe a little on bit different. On FanDuel? But, yeah. But uh, you've got, even on DraftKings, like it's all chalk still though too. Like it's chalk yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Justin Jackson's 4-2. Uh, Justin Jackson, Madison, and then uh, Antonio one Brown. Of, one of James Robinson or P. Ryan. Antonio Brown. I don't think I don't think there will be a and Cooper uh, Cup. Like everyone's just gonna oh, jam Cooper Cup. In. Everyone's gonna jam Cooper. <laughs> so Cup. you're gonna have yeah, Cooper I, Cup, Antonio Brown, two at least two of the three running backs between Justin Jackson, Alexander Madison, and Rondell Jones. Uh, Ron, uh, Rondell, yeah, Rondell Jones. Uh, Rondell Jones. <laughs> Rondell Jones. Uh, so you're gonna have the basically those like same five players in every lineup. Uh, why even play cat? Like, why the hell even play catch games? This yeah, Rondale, Rondale, uh, Moore <laughs> is hurt. Yes, which is well, it's kind of interesting because I I wonder because uh, James Conner is banged up too. I wonder if we we have ourselves a little bit of a Chase Edmonds game. I can see it. We could. I mean, the Colts are like really stingy against backs. Um, True. So it's tough. Like, I mean, a lot of people got excited about Ramondre getting the lift on. Oh, Saturday. buddy, I buddy, I was there. I was there. I mean, with it, I mean, for good. I mean, Patriots are gonna try to run the ball on everybody. The game script throws them out, but like, I mean, Colts have legitimately been really good against everyone besides Leonard Fournette. They've been awesome against. Yeah. So, yeah, they have. But uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's literally the, the, these sites drop the ball on a number of players at price, pricing this week, uh, and that this COVID has opened the door up to make it do whatever you want. You build, you build whatever lineup you want this week. Yeah, you can. It's it's actually it's actually kind of amazing. And I think you uh you might even be able to spend up a little bit on tight end, which is always a little bit interesting because that's never that's generally not a popular strategy. And there are guys, you know, kind of worth spending up on this week, which is always always sort of interesting. When I think that we'll happens. see Goddard be popular. Um, he's not a little heater because there's no Kittle and maybe no Kelsey. So you've got Mandrews who's been hot. You can keep playing him. 
Maybe it's a Kyle Pitts week. We've only got a couple weeks left to play Kyle Pitts. He's got one touchdown on the year, man. <laughs> it's wild. Crazy. Because everyone was right about Kyle Pitts, right? Like he was. Every, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Both sides are right. He was that good. And he also was a, a bad fantasy pick. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's the way it works out sometimes. Yeah. It should be fun, man. But uh, yeah. Have you, uh, have you started looking at um, any um, college stuff yet? Like dynasty picks? Not yet. Uh, I will take these two weeks and then the playoffs then i'll basically go on like a two-week sabbatical sabbatical where you won't see me after the season and then i'll regroup and then come back and start doing rookie stuff yeah and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting this year oh yeah i i'd kind of forgotten about that we haven't had one for no two combo. years so yeah like you know it'd be nice to have one uniform thing because i was actually talking about ian book the other day and i was looking up his he ran a four four two at that Exos combine, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, like I forgot we had the juiced up like Exos combine, where like every dude was like running some four fives and so maybe." What do you think? The... How many how many rushing attempts for Ian Book? What's your what's your prediction? I mean, they, he he can run, so yeah, I mean... he ran he ran a little bit at Notre Dame. By yeah. the way, I mean this is this is neither here nor there. Just one of my one of my all time all time pet peeves is that uh sacks count against rushing yards in college yeah it makes of all the college things they have some goofy rules it makes it impossible to evaluate you have to literally like go and like what like a guy like ian book you literally have to go and walk because he averaged like four and a half yards per carry but he had a bunch of rushing attempts uh tyrod is actually the all-time guy for this he had like 11 rushing touchdowns in college but like eight like 180 rushing yards because because he just ate a bunch of sack. I think Eastern Carolina. Do we even know the reason why yeah. I've ever like how the manifestation of that like how did that even come to be like who thought well, it was and a great why idea is it of, like, and why is it different than the NFL and like who, why is, who's yeah. who was like you know what that should count as negative rushing yards like who who is it yeah like who's that who's that fucking guy right <laughs> like hey 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 my they drop back to pass right like they the intent was right. to drop back to throw let's have those kind of negative rushing like what how do we even get to that point like who was and then, like, who's okay with it still? Like, how? I wonder. Just... I wonder if it's like low key, like a way to punish rushing quarterbacks. Like, I wonder. I wonder if it was Maybe, a way to like punish like the the wishbone quarterbacks and stuff <laughs> back in the day. Maybe I don't know. It's crazy. Don't, don't let anyone get any ideas. They want to do that for fantasy scoring. Oh no! I mean, these people. Those are some of my least favorite people in fantasy. The people who want to punish uh, Huntley and and Jalen Hurts for Jalen running. Hurts. Yeah, for Jalen Hurts, it's been so bad. He shouldn't deserve. He doesn't deserve any of those fantasy points. Yeah. Uh. All right. We got. We got anything else on the docket here? No, nah, man. Just listen. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you're celebrating. Hopefully, we get a couple more. Uh, you know, wins here. We've been on a pretty good run here the last few weeks of getting these picks right. So, hopefully, we stay hot. You. Uh. Do you have. Um. Are you. Are you alive in any. Like, are you. Are you going to win any titles? I am still alive uh, in, I've si- I'm still in six semifinals, but uh, to be honest, the things I cared about the most, well, I have like one home league that I really care a lot and it's for decent Same. money too, but yeah. Uh, and I like to, to beat those guys, but I just really, really am disappointed. in like you said, the, the best ball mania outcomes and the FFPC stuff has really hurt me this year. Like I, I had some teams I thought were, were pretty I was good just, I was just spot. bad. I was just bad in the FFPC this year. It's going to be, it's going to be my, my first year, I think not turning a profit in the FFPC, which it, it just hurts a little bit. And circumstances happened to everybody this year. It was a tough, it was a war, super war of attrition year, but 
I had some teams I thought were really good and just kind of at the end of the year fall apart or not do good in the playoffs. And like we had ours as well. So oh, and, same thing. Oh, I mean, we just fucking donked it like some donkey donks. It was, <laughs> it was just not it was just not our it was just not a good move. It was just not a good move. What what we did? Yeah, Supreme Pinocchio. Uh yeah, you know, donkey, donkey play. Oh, tough scene. <laughs> um all right, man. Let's uh let's get out of here. Tell the people, tell the people where to go. What uh what do they have to look forward to on uh, on Christmas Day from Sharp Football Analysis? Well, I mean, I have my DFS article out that shows kind of like the pricing versus like injury in industry expectations. That'll be out. Uh, a couple weeks left. Uh, you can like go to the site and uh, sign up for all like Warren's playoff stuff if you want, uh, and all his like history of picks and stuff are all up on the site. You can see that. But uh, all his playoff stuff, my fantasy stuff's all open in the playoffs. So. Check it out. There we go. Check it out, everyone. Lord Reeves, Sharp Football Analysis. Get to it. And uh, we'll be back next week. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.